Hello, everybody. I'm the Vivian. And I'm Bag of Chips. And welcome to another episode of Fancy a Brew or Summer. The podcast where we talk about everything from drag, pop culture, and talking some shite. On today's episode, we are talking Pride. Woo! We are also talking about RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. And finally, getting back on the stage. Oh, Miss Bag of Chips, we are now I've been in lockdown for a hundred days. How are you coping, girl? How is your head? Oh my God, how's my head? Well, I've um, I've, I've had many complaints, to be honest. Um, <laughs> many <yeah>. refunds. <laughs> I have to pay them, darling. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, like he said, you know what I mean. The shops are opening in England now, so I've had a little trip around the ball ring in Birmingham. Got myself a nice bit of Louis Vuitton, a bit of Westwood. You know how it is. You're the same as me. We're like the same shite, don't we? I went into town today because my mum has been... I haven't seen my mum since lockdown began. So over... Well, even before that, since Christmas, I haven't seen my mum. So she's finally been allowed to come down and spend a couple of days at our house. So we went into town today and it was the weirdest feeling because... You know when you go to town, you think, oh, we'll go to town, it'll be nice. You know, it'll be fun, we can have a... It just felt like the fun's been sucked out of going to town. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, go, yeah. going in the shops because it, it it comes from going for a little browse to a shop, but now it's turned into like, oh, you're waiting in a queue. You can't yeah. do this. You can't do that. You can't do. And I know it's all for the greater good. Don't get me wrong. But I just think to myself, do you know what? I think I'd rather just fucking stay at home still. I'll just buy it online. I felt like I shouldn't yeah. have been there, and it was just dead, dead weird. Yeah, there's not as many people as well, and. When I used to go shopping, you know, I mean, there'd be hundreds of people. And um, like you said, by me, all the all the main shops are open. So you've got like your Selfridges and Topshop and um, Primarks and all that. All that are opening. But like you said, shopping's an experience. You don't want to be queuing up and then one in, one out and hurry up out because there's people waiting. I was standing outside um, Christian Louboutin for about 20 minutes today. You know what I mean? All I wanted was a bloody phone case. And then I went in the shop and they didn't have me bloody phone size. So I said, bugger yeah, I'm off to Gucci. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just with the restaurants and um, the bars, if I go shopping with my friends or something, um, I'd say, oh, right, we've, we've, we've got all our bags. You know, when you've got your bags of shopping, you're like, let's go and have a glass of champagne in the cocktail bar. Um, oh, let's go and have, um, let's go and have some lunch in, um, in the bistro. You can't do that. There's no restaurants open. They're only doing takeaway when it comes to food so i like whining and dining before lockdown i'd be it was very rare i'd eat indoors it could be anywhere it could be the ivy or something you know what i mean or even even going for a mcdonald's you know what i mean but you you just can't go for meals you know i feel, I feel like I'm, I'm back in the war days like you said it's part of the shopping experience as well isn't it you go do your shop and you think oh my god i can't carry these bags anymore let's go and get a bite to eat you can't even do that it's murder trying to find a toilet if you need a shit or a piss. It's just madness. But like you said, especially in these big, massive shopping centres, you think they'd have more toilets. Like, you know what I mean? I was touching cloth for about half hour, just walking round, looking for a shop. I, I think I was looking for a Mac. I needed um, my Ruby Woo lipstick. Yeah, so the red one. My arse cheeks are clenched together because I'm scared of shitting myself in Mac. You know what I mean? And they like, <laughs> well, I'm like... 
where's the nearest loo, love? Oh, well, it's two escalators up, then you do a right, then you do a left, then you go round the roundabout. And then two metres apart, social distance, there's a fucking queue round the, round the block. And then you're in Bristol, and I'm like, fucking hell, darling. We're just going to have to get used to it. You know, I, this is our new normal. You know, queuing outside the shops, mm. social distancing, two metres apart, you can't try anything on. And well, it like is so, it, you know, it's so scary to think how long this is going to, you know, go on but, for until we find a vaccine for COVID-19. Yeah. I can't see this going anywhere. To say that as well, I do want to bring a bit of joy to people. Like I said, this time last month, there was no shops open. There is a little bit of good, like, I think the pubs are opening um, on the 4th um, of July. and that. But I think that that's not with entertainment. I mean, that's just bars. You can be pessimistic or optimistic, but I I do have a feeling that I will be performing on a live stage this year. I, I, I believe that. The theatre and live venue industry brings in over a billion pounds a year revenue. And um, like you said, 400,000 jobs are currently jobless. 400,000. So they're going to have to find a way to deal with theatres, but it pisses me off because you're not allowed your mum over, you're not allowed your nan over, but I'm allowed to stand in a queue next to 30 people I've never met, literally. <laughs> people banging into me and everything, you know what I mean? It, it's a very serious thing, but I think from what I've seen, a, a lot of people have seen it as, oh, it's all a hoax. It's not a bloody hoax. People have died from it, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, oh, uh, I hate all, this, all these conspiracies that it's not real and blah, blah, blah. It's absolute bullshit and, you know... Um, you, the fact you just mentioned theatres, I don't have a fucking clue how they're going to open up. Even if they got the go-ahead to open on 50% capacity, they couldn't afford to open the doors. Say you've got 500 seats to fill. Then 500 seats is 500 tickets. If you've only sold half of your tickets, then you're at a loss. I know I'm sounding like Debbie Downer, but I'm just trying to look at it realistically. Well, this is what I'm trying to say. We might have to do two shows a night instead of one if you're doing half capacity. And this is where the venues get involved. The venues will simply have to just charge cheaper for the venue. Yeah, but what about these West End shows? Could what, have have they physically got it in them? Maybe they'd have to have two rotating casts, so two shows, yeah. two shows a night. Because I mean, they're already at eight shows a week. I understand that. I thought you meant us because we we basically only do a few numbers, don't we? We don't do a two-hour bloody jamboree. Yeah, we do a good hour, but we, we have lots of people on, on and off, don't we? Do you know, I mean, I mean the tours. Do you know when we do tours? Yeah. So like, so, like, I do a few songs, and you do a few songs, and then, I don't know, Vinegar Strokes do a few songs. And then you'd just have to have an hour's, hour's break, and then we'd have to do it all again. But I'd rather do that than basically do fuck all, because that's my life. My, my life is performing on stage, and I just feel useless. When someone takes away what... The, the one thing you love, you know what I mean? It, I love performing, you know what I mean? So not to, to not be able to perform and do what I do to love, it's soul-destroying. So that I, hopefully um, the government's going to get involved because I'm sure many people in the showbiz and entertaining industry are messaging the government and emailing the government. And I'm sure they will come to a conclusion on venues even if it's little venues, even if it's outdoor venues, because there is many outdoor venues. I've had messages from my manager um, talking about that there's some outdoor venues that I could perform at where there is basically a field, you know what I mean? 
and they have a big massive stage it's a bit like when i saw liza minnelli at kenwood house um it was all deck chairs um and it, it was just a big massive stage you know what i mean so you'd be two you'd be two meters apart from people yeah, well, all to, to anybody in the audience listening, listen to me. This is how much I miss the stage. I'm, I'm addressing our listeners as the audience. <laughs> yeah. Anybody listening who is, you know, in theatre land or, you know, I've got so many friends on the West End, you know, we are thinking of you and we can't wait to see you back on them stages. And the same goes for me. Like I said, just to copy what Vivian says, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm a West End Wendy myself. I've performed in many a theatre, the arts theatre, um, in Drag Divas. Um, you know what I mean? I've I've been in many a panto. I've done um, Mrs. Annie Gurn in Annie in many a production. Um, you know what I mean? I'm 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 basically the um, Patty Lapone and um, Elaine Page of the gay world, to be honest. So, to, um, so um, you keep telling yeah, yourself that, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, <laughs> but like I said, I'm a, I'm a Broadway baby, basically. Broadway so, baby. I'm a Broadway baby. All my music is the show tunes, Liza Minnelli, and I've also I've also got my rock side. I'm a Tina Turner girl. Down to, like you love Cher, don't you? I love Tina. Oh yes. And and um, I just miss doing it, and I just miss um, the rapturous applause. It was like you know, what I mean, I felt like Freddie Mercury at Wembley. You know what I mean? So, we, <laughs> have you got any new things this week that you've been keeping yourself busy with? Oh, many, many, many things. I've just had a meeting, a very important meeting. You know how it works, Viv. You're not allowed to say much. The drag world and the RuPaul drag race world is going to be shook to its core. That's all I will say. <laughs> and um, yes, it's, I mean, it's massive, huge, absolutely huge, tremendous. But yeah, like I said, I've got my Celebrity Master Chef coming out in the summer. Um, I've got some more TV shows coming out. I'm doing a few things for Channel 4. Um, I'm doing um, stuff for BBC Three. Um, I'm doing a lot of things with um, Nick Grimshaw. What are you doing at home to keep yourself busy? I, I don't I don't have any time to do anything, literally. I, I did a bit of shopping today. I had to get my bits and stuff. And then um, I've just been on a bit a meeting with a company. And then I've literally come off that meeting, had a poo, and now... I'm talking to you, Viv. And that, then after this, I'm going to get in the bath, have a shave and do all that. And then I've literally, no word, and this is no exaggeration, I've got about five things to film. And that ain't even cameos. I've got to do my cameos after that. So you're talking, I won't, I'll be working till midnight tonight. What have you been up to, Viv? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. I bought myself a PlayStation, girl, to keep myself busy. Yeah, so me and David have been uh, playing on the PlayStation. Uh, we've. I'm not into all this new Call of Duty and all that crap. Do you know what I mean? So, goes old fashioned Crash Bandicoot. Did you ever play PlayStation as a, as a kid? Yeah, I used to play the um, Super Nintendo. Do you know the ones that you used to pop in the top, like the little, yeah. like the little grey one. Um, so you had Donkey Kong and Mario. And, and but yeah, I had a PlayStation One, and um, I used to play Tomb Raider. And um... when I used to play um, Tomb Raider, I used to love kicking the old man. You know what's his name? What was his name? Not Uncle Alfred. That was Batman, wasn't it? What was the old man called in Tomb Raider? In the first level, there was a pool and there was an old fella walking around, you know, the butler with a um, oh, yeah. I, I used to just like tray of drinks. I, I used to just like jumping in the water and swimming and then you'd have a tiger you'd have to shoot <laughs> a you'd have to shoot a tiger and everything. Talk about get your PTA would be all over that now, you know what I mean? P E T A <laughs> These games, I don't know how kids play them, they're so bloody hard. I, I, I swing around the city and then I climb up to the top of the Chrysler building and I jump out. 
Crash Bandicoot's addictive. Like I said, with um, the old-fashioned ones are, are more for me because I've tried. I've got an Xbox. I've got the new Xbox. You know what I mean? I've got all the new games and all that. And I just I bought the Sims and everything, and it was just it, it, you know what I mean. It was like trying to do open art surgery. I just didn't have a clue what, <laughs> what to do. The the buttons were going all over the place, and I was like, no, I'll just need four buttons where you press. But um, yeah, there's just too many things to do, and um, you know me with technology. I don't know my ass from my elbow. That's what I mean. This lockdown bollocks is absolutely driving me insane. Cameras laptops audio input i know output. it's an absolute nightmare but you know what i, I finally realized to myself i need something to look forward to i need something to look forward to so i'm super excited ask me why what's happening vivian what's going on tell me all me and davis have finally finally booked our holidays to florida for january as you know sit and watch the fucking theme park videos youtube oh, florida this florida that but what happens if you're not, we're not allowed to fly then. Then it'll be rescheduled. And I've looked into all of this. Do you know what was dead funny? Um, something went wrong with our booking. So I had to go through all this process. And then I finally spoke to this lady and she said, Oh, I'm awfully sorry, Mr. Williams. Um, can I get your email address? I'll sort this out for you. And I said, Yes, of course. It's the Vivian info. And she went, oh, This isn't the Vivian, is it? I was like, oh, mate, off here we go. Here comes the freebies. <laughs> oh, yes. They probably thought it was Vivian Westwood or something. But she sorted it all out. She said, oh, I love drag queens. And she said, Davina DeCampo's sister does my makeup. I said, oh, isn't that a small world? But no, definitely, if you and Vince want to come, then book on. I've already got one planned, for, which is already booked, but that's later on, next, right in the middle of next year, to the Maldives. Yeah. I got, I got that free for doing... um an advert for celebrity holidays or something. If it comes to January and we can't fly, then we just move it later on. Well, send me the details, because me and Vince would love to um, come, and, and I'll have to put in a book in. I'll put a lovely book in, and we'll, we'll book a lovely holiday or something. Yes, we'd have a right camp. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Hollywood, baby. <laughs> well, Bagger, we are in June, the month of June, and usually all over the world, this is Pride Month. So usually I'm on a stage and then another stage and then another stage. You know, yeah. you know what it's like bouncing around the country doing all these prides. But now this year we can't do Pride because of the horrible, horrible bitch that's COVID nineteen. So how are you celebrating Pride? Well, like you said, babe, even before Drag Race, I've done every Pride every year. So I'd do Birmingham Pride, Brighton Pride, Manchester Pride. Um, I'd do all of them. Sometimes the main stages, sometimes the cabaret tents. But yeah, I think the last one we did was um, Birmingham. I've you know. got a confession. I prefer the cabaret tents to the main stages. Yeah, it's more, it's, it's more of a... It's, it's... I always find the main stages, you know, it's great for the picture. You know, the thousands and thousands of people watching you. But the main stage, you're not allowed to swear. You're not allowed to be blue. You know. Do you know what I mean? Cabaret stage. You. You know. It's all the old queens. Do you know what I mean? It's all the every generation who, who love cabaret, love a good show, and love what we do. So I, I prefer the cabaret stage. Well, like you say, with the um, cabaret stage, you get all the familiar faces and the regulars that love drag yeah. and, and cabaret. When you're on the main stages, it's it's people that would necessarily not even know who you were you know what i mean yeah just... and you can't have as much banter on the main stage it's still great don't get me wrong i love it but main stage is more for a 
you know what I mean, production with dancers and stuff. And yeah, um, but yeah, I just miss it like mad and just seeing it's just a big it's 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 the best party in the world, Pride. You know what I mean? Everybody comes together, every sexuality, every race, colour, religion, you know what I mean? They they just all get, come together with their rainbow flags, rainbow makeup. Everyone's in sequins and sparkles. A lot of them are having a bevy or two. Pride as well this year is, I think, is more important than any year, I would say, because, yeah. you know, the world's gone on its arse. We had, you know, the horrific things with George Floyd in America. And, you know, to kind of look at Pride and what it actually is, if it wasn't for black trans women, we wouldn't have a prize. So I'm trying to do as much as I can from my home, even though I can't go out and, you know, be proud and, and parade. Um, I'm trying to do as much stuff as I can with brands. You know, I'm doing Attitude Online Pride, Global Pride and Boohoo's Pride. I'm trying to do as much stuff as I can to spread the message. And you know what? It's, it, the biggest thing I feel is it's just use your voice. That's all you've got to do is just use your voice. Even if it's a tweet, even if it's a post, even if it's just showing that you you care and that you stand for equality. I think it, you know, some I think some people can think it's oh my god, I've got to be doing this, I've got to be doing that, I've got to be out marching. Sometimes it's just little things, just yeah, because people will see that and know that you care and know that you're on our side. So you're not being forced to do anything. Show your support how you feel, and you know what I mean, and show your solidarity and just show the world that you stand with equality you stand with pride you stand with black lives matter you know what i mean but don't be don't feel guilty but if if you can't make these marches but if you can't make a march put a post up put um charities up for people to donate to and stuff you know what i mean because i knew lots of people that were absolutely gutted they couldn't make the black lives matter march with me some of them had children under the age of five and i, I mean like Three or four, you know what I mean? Three children. How um, was the atmosphere and, down there? Oh my God. Well, it, I think, like I said, rightful rage. That's the word I use. People were raging, but it was rightful. They weren't raging at each other. Yeah. They were, they were right, raging at the government, raging at police brutality, um, the prejudice that still happens in um, around the world. I, oh my God. I was with. Um, a gang of girls and we were dancing to Tupac and Missy Elliott and I think it was a celebration of black excellence and um, and but, but also it wasn't a party it was um, a protest we were happy that all the people there were like if it makes sense we were all one because we all believed the same thing and we all believed in what needs to be done so that's why we were happy because we were like we all agreed with each other but still, we, there was still outrage, you know what I mean? And Yeah. Do you remember Birmingham Pride last year when um, it was just before Drag Race UK was even announced? Nobody knew who was on it. But me, you, Davina, something and Cheryl were all booked for the same Pride. All and we all same... turned up and we couldn't say a fucking word. <laughs> but all the queens knew and all the people knew and people were like, can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? Can we get a picture? And I don't, I've always had that all my life, like at Prides, but I think it was a bit more this Pride because they knew we were on Drag Race. I'm not mentioning any names, but there were a few queens in the dressing room that looked extremely bitter. And <laughs> I'm not mentioning any names, but they just knew that we were on the show. Say their the... name. Yeah, and then, and then you had an, a, another couple of queens that 
their tongue was so far up my ass. My God, they, they, you know what I mean? They were in my ovaries, basically. So, like I said, I'm just the same person I was five years ago. Yes, I've been educated in many things. I, I, I'm, I think differently. But when it comes to, I'm still me, bag am normal person. I don't see myself as some celebrity, you know what I mean? So many people do find me as a celebrity, but I don't. I'm very humble. <laughs> and that's the best joke you've told all day. <laughs> uh, well, have you got any standout Pride performances that stick out in your head as your favourite? Um, I did London Pride the once on the main stage in um, Trafalgar Square. And we did Telephone, you know, Beyonce and... And Gaga. Yeah. But we added Britney in the mix. So, so it was like a remix, you know what I mean? There was a, a queen called Vicky Vivacious who played. Oh Britney. yeah, I know Vicky. Yeah, she did. She did Britney. I did Beyonce. Yeah, it was you singing the Beyonce song. Yeah, it, it was just me with a brown wig on, basically. Um, and Vanilla Lush, God rest her soul, she was a friend of mine, um, a drag queen. Oh, I, yeah, I put. You know what? I performed with Vanilla when I was seventeen. I think I yeah. was seventeen. Yeah, she was a Madam Jojo's girl. Yeah, and, um, and I, it was it was a share night. We were there filming with um, the Discovery Channel for a show called yeah. Super Fantastic, which never aired, but it was about me um, being a, a share super fan. And they followed me up to London for Dustio, and we, we I did the share night at one of the original Jojo girls. And I used to also work at the Way Out Club with her. And um, yeah, she yeah. was amazing. She, she, God bless. Is it Vicky who's got the Way Out Club? The Way Out Club is basically a club for. Um, Transgender people, cross-dressers, um, transvestites, um, admirers. Yeah, admirers. yeah trans women can go and feel safe, you know, get a bit of cock as well, I suppose, for them if they want to. Yeah, Some like of them said, might get a bit of handbag as well. I know, yeah. Oh, believe me, there was many a working girl there when I was when I was doing a little turn <laughs> on the stage. I love it, I love it. But yeah, but like I said, fair play to them, you know what I mean? They they were hustlers, they, they, they had to make their money and... And it, people don't understand how, how hard it is for a lot of trans people. You know what I mean? Sometimes they don't uh -huh. have the backing of the NHS, and sometimes they don't they don't get their 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 pills, and um, they don't get the the support, and they have to go on waiting lists for years, psychiatric eval evaluations and stuff. Yeah, yeah um, hell of a long process. So a lot of trans people are desperate. So they have to buy um, hormones on the black market. You know what I mean? On the dark market. They have to. They even go abroad. They they have to. They 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 they. Some of them have to be sex workers to save money, so they can go abroad and get surgery, breast surgery, facial feminization surgery, um, genital genital surgery. You know what I mean? And they wonder why so many trans people have to turn to sex work and stuff. Is because. And obviously, you have to go through the right procedures. You do have to have evaluations. You do have to see psych a psychiatrist. You do have to. You, obviously, you have to yeah. do the. You have to go through the proper routes. You know what I mean. You can't just turn up to a doctor one day and say, "Right, I want to be a woman. Let's do it tomorrow." You know what I mean. There is obviously. Uh -huh. Why do you want to be a woman and all this? But like you said, there's um, so many people are just trans people are so desperate when um, when it comes to. Um, wanting to be their authentic self, 
I think sometimes it's not even the financial side of it. I think sometimes, because um, I know through my friends' experiences that until the, until they are at their end goal, they don't feel comfortable out in out yeah. in the outside world. So imagine sitting on a till, being so you know thinking everybody's looking at yeah what everybody's judging me because I don't feel right because I haven't had my facial feminization yeah. surgery yet yeah. or you know so it, well, it's, it is so hard. Well, from what my trans friends have told me. A lot of um, doctors and um, hospitals won't even consider you for hormones or um, breast surgery or, fa- or or any kind of surgery, basically, unless you've lived as a woman for over a year. Yeah, it's presenting female for over a year. Present, you've got to present for female for over a year until you until they consider giving you medication. So. Um, could you imagine being, and this is not me, if I'm rude, I apologise. Could you imagine being, I don't know, a six foot, you know what I mean, quite big bill, like unclockable, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that must be absolutely awful, having to go to work every day, wearing a wig and people, look at that trans over there, ha, ha, ha. You know what I mean? It must be very, very hard because um, some people, you know, I mean, some trans girls are a lot luckier. They're they're, they're petite and they have fem- more feminine features. Some just aren't, and it's you know, it, it's those people that've got a, a, a harder journey. Anyone who is listening who thinks that you know that they are maybe too tall or do you know what I mean? It's who cares? Like beauty yeah. is in the eye of the beholder. If you feel beautiful, you are beautiful. But even at the end of the day, even if somebody's like, ha ha, you know, they, some trans women don't care if, if they're called trans or something. They're proud to be a trans woman. They, they are women you know, at the end of the day. Trans women are women. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter if you're six foot five with bloody, I don't know, muscles and tattoos, or if you've got a body like Naomi Campbell. And if you are a trans woman, you're, 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 you're a woman. And the same goes for men as yeah. well, trans men. Trans is so normal to me because I, I moved to Liverpool when I was 16 and then met my, you know, my kind of new family. And, you know, just seeing the journeys and... I think I was the only gay trans. <laughs> I, used, I used to hang around with free transsexuals. That that was... And I was the little gay boy, you know what I mean? That I got taught so much from just being friends with them. I, we were talking over 10 years ago. People would shout names, call, you know what I mean? We'd be in kebab shops and people would be like... You know, oh, that's a bloke and all this and and I, you know, what I mean, my art just fucking melted for them. And, and I'm like, the first is, one thrown at this. There is times where you just have to say, "Girls, let's get in that car now," because you know what I mean. That sometimes yeah. you're not going to win because you're talking uh-huh. what ten lads. Yeah, you're not going to educate and change ten lads' minds. Who, oh no, especially are, with fucking you know, Saturday nights worth of booze down them. Exactly. You're just going to get a punch in the gob. Just just be safe, you know what I mean? And um, just look after one another. And like I said, I've got so many trans brothers and sisters who they look out for me. They're like, Bagger, be careful. You've been on the telly, you know what I mean? You, there might be, I know you've got a lot of fans and all this and people like you and they think you're funny, but it only takes one person not who hates you, who's, who's probably seen yeah. you on the telly, who's probably been like, I fucking hate that one with the yellow coat. Oh, my God. Um, you know what I mean? So you just got to be careful. There's maniacs around, you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, for every hater, I've got 10,000 lovers, but it only takes one nut job. Vivian, we are living in gloomy times, but in America, it is now illegal to fire 
or discriminate someone at work for being gay, bisexual, lesbian, trans, non-binary. They can't fire you for your sexual orientation or your gender, basically. So we are going in the right direction. Congratulations, America. That's good news. Yeah. To all the states that want to try and revoke it or make it not pass, kiss my ass. This is going to happen. Get used to the future, bitches, because we are going nowhere. This is such good news, and I just so hope in my heart of hearts that this really does get enforced and this does get seen as a, as a law because, I mean, it blows my mind that the fact that it was, you know, a couple of days ago, it was the norm to not to be able to discriminate against somebody and it was... It's been illegal in this country for years. You, you, you can't... I you know. Can't. And to... I know we have our problems in the UK. Do you know what? I'm not going to stand here and say the UK is perfect. Do you know what I mean? But from some of the stories I hear in America, I, I, I genuinely... I mean, I get, I'm in disbelief. Like our police, for example, they, we still have bad cops in the UK and all that. But you know what I mean? You don't get cops in the UK shooting people for crossing the street. You know what I mean? In America, it's a daily thing. And in this country, if you fire someone for being gay or lesbian, oh my God, that company is going to court and they are paying out big bucks. You know what I mean? So for all our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters listening in America. If you are listening, congratulations. It is just the tip of the iceberg. And please remember to still go out and vote. Do whatever you can do. Um, yeah, I think this is going to lead us on to our final thoughts. And my final thought is going to be... Give yourself something to look forward to, whether it be a holiday, like I booked a holiday, which bag is going to go and book on with straight after we finish this. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, could be anything. Maybe say we're going to go and walk up that mountain in 30 days. We're going to do that. Give yourself something to look forward to, even if it's a baking a cheesecake next week. Give yourself that little milestone and then set yourself a new one and set yourself a new one. And then just, yeah, just have fun with it and, Try and keep happy. That's I think that's the biggest thing. Try and give yourself something that brings a smile to your face each and every day. Yeah, and my final thought, basically, like I just said, um, keep fighting because it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. We will not stop until we we finish the marathon. So don't think it's all over. We need to keep on fighting. We need to keep on supporting our trans, our people of colour. We need to support everyone that is oppressed until all lives matter because all lives don't matter at the moment but all lives will matter one day when the world is a better place and it will be much better preach girl preach well everybody i hope you enjoyed that brew mine was extra sweet and i got through three packets of chocolate digestives so <laughs> i'm full up and i'm ready to go Thank you so much all for listening. Please do not forget to rate, subscribe, do whatever you need to do, share this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I've been the Vivian. And I've been Bag of Chips. We'll see you next time on Fancy a Brew Chuck. Tarot Chuck. <laughs>